Good morning once again and welcome to Over the Garden Fence brought to you by Waddell's Nursery Floral and Garden Center at the corner of Millam and 12th Street. This is a pre-recorded version of the show, so no phone calls will be taken. But here is your host for Over the Garden Fence, Mr. Andy Waddell. Good morning and welcome to Over the Garden Fence. What a beautiful morning. I am your host, Andy Waddell, and thank you for joining us on WKZO. This morning, I'd like to talk to you about, I'll be darned, vacation. You got it. Is your backyard retreat or your backyard vacation, is that something that maybe the family can do? Is your backyard healthy? Serious. How is your health of your backyard? How about its surroundings? Are the shrubs, are the trees Have they had any attention lately? How's the lawn look? Has that had any work done on it? Your retreat, actually always great for health and well-being of a person, can even do more for families by being home and enjoying a staycation. With people keeping uh, a little closer to home lately, the backyard vacation can be a fun way to spend time together to build memories, and playing and working in your green space. So for starters, maybe plan that backyard staycation. We have a a little uh, list from Turf Mutt Environmental Education that I've got some information from that uh, is kind of a cool little website. It talks about make a backyard staycation plan. Put together a schedule with a mix of activities like dining, camping, pruning, games, planting, cleanup, mulching. Those are all things that the family could do out in the backyard, front yard, or side yard to make good improvements that the family could work on together. Maybe when those areas have been mapped out, maybe you could map out where the activities would occur where to have the soccer game or a croquet game, maybe where to have the kids camp out overnight. Where could the fire pit go? Hmm, for roasting hot dogs or s'mores at night. Is there a time for maybe a planting area for potting plants? Maybe for doing some of your um, uh, gardening work? Is there a bunch that needs to be uh, put in so you can work off it? How about number... Number two area, spruce up your yard, mowing the lawn, trimming the bushes, tidying up overgrown areas, adding flowering plants and rearranging planters for visual appeal. Put flowers in pots so they're out of the way of the foot traffic, up on the patio and along the walkways. Maybe now is the time to add a picnic table or a badminton or a croquet course, new planters, that new grill, maybe that new pizza oven or pergola or like I said, fire pit in the backyard. Is now the time for that little patio, that own little spot that is your backyard retreat? Next, maybe include teachings for the kids or grandkids about the backyard wildlife and nature. Ask the kids to take an inventory of how many birds, butterflies, or other wildlife they see. Looking up species and listing them and their background, and where, and how, and why about the bird. 
Maybe put up a bird feeder or plant a butterfly garden, as well as potted flowering plants to support the birds and the pollinators. Add wind chimes, rain collectors, backyard thermometers, wind gauges, maybe to help the kids observe science and the green in action. Maybe design a new game area in your green space. Holding in nature, scavenger hunt is always fun, educational, and actually tests the family observational skills. Um, Maybe that sometimes brings the draw of the family together with a little competition. Maybe building anticipation. Talk about the backyard vacation in advance with your family. Review the plans. Count down the ways to build excitement about spending time together in your family yard. So maybe now is the time to take those shots with your camera, with your phone. Is there some spots in the backyard, front yard, side yard is struggling? Maybe some of those pictures we can walk and talk and go through some of those ideas for you. Maybe we can talk about a budget. Some of those things are very important as far as setting up a program. Maybe that could you enjoy your backyard a little better. You know, fall is coming and people's vacation, you could do your staycation right in your backyard with a a little proper planning. Next on our list today, a few minutes ago, we talked about proper planting or proper planning. With your staycation or your backyard retreat, make sure if the family is planting together, make sure the planting is done right. Problems caused by planting techniques due to a lot of things will make a plant struggle. Right now, we're having a lot of issues with a lot of returns um, with plant material, especially hydrangeas, due to lack of care. So a lot of times it actually starts out with the media in the moisture of the container not being watered by the homeowner before it's put in the ground. Improper planting depth, either planting the shrub or tree a little too high or a little too low, compacted plant sites like very heavy clay, poor drainage through the soil, standing water. Sometimes you can dig in the ground and actually bring that soil up to your nose and you can actually smell the stench or the poor drainage in the soil. Improper irrigation, whether it be scheduling or following the planting. A lot of times the irrigation is run at the wrong time of the day, watering plants when they are really not wanting it. And then when the plant is struggling, not having the proper water. Sometimes irrigation is also too much water. So sometimes a rain gauge put in the proper places will tell you a whole lot on your irrigation practices. How about improper mulching? We've talked about the volcano method, where a lot of times the mulch is piled up on top of the tree trunks, not four or six or eight, but 12 inches too high around the trunk of the tree. This will result in shoot dieback, reduced leaf size of the tree, minimal shoot extensions, poor root injury or poor root growth, Under drought or water deficits, white root tips will be absent and existing roots will be dried up and shriveled. Plants impacted actually 
with lack of water can look very similar to excessive water. Poor drainage will also lack white root tips and exhibit black outer surfaces of the roots with inner gray and water-soaked stains. In addition to the obvious plant symptoms, evidence of twine around the base of the trunk, scars from staking or other signs of mechanical injury, all these are affected when planting your shrub, perennial, or tree at home. Make sure if you need some advice to go to Adele's Garden Center, we can help you through the steps. Do you question what kind of soil you have? We've said before, Jim has said many times on the radio station, bring in a soil sample. A six by six by six chunk of soil, put in a shoebox, bring it into the store, and we can test that soil out for you. A lot of times we can see, whether it be sand or clay, what things we can do to prevent poor plant growth. Where do you go to get professional plant advice and the best quality plants? Waddell's Nursery Florist and Garden Center. Waddell's has Michigan certified nursery specialists, lawn pros, and master gardeners on staff to help you choose the right plants or to help diagnose what may be wrong with your existing plants. Stop in to see for yourself. You'll find the best selection of trees, shrubs, perennials, evergreens, products, and tools. You'll also find the plant doctor. The plant doctor can help you with a bothersome weed, an irritating insect, or a sick plant. Do you have a concern about your lawn, tree, perennial, or shrub? Do you have molds in your lawn? Are weeds taking over a garden area? Bring in a sample of the plant and some soil from around it to get an accurate assessment and a prescription for control and prevention techniques. You can even bring in a sample of your soil to get a free pH test. Waddell's Plant Doctor is always in and ready to help. Waddell's Nursery Florist and Garden Center on Texas Drive at the corner of Millam and 12th Street. Next on our list today, we have really opened up a can of worms the last couple weeks as far as pruning. We started by talking about pruning tomatoes, grapes, shrubs and trees, perennials, and really almost everything but oak, crabapple, and pear tree right now. The reason we don't want to prune crab and oak and pear, the oak have issues with oak wilt, and the pear and the crabapple, if you prune right now, might have a chance to get in a, a disease called fire blight. But clean those plants up, thin the plants out. Now is the time to really be able to take some extra time, do the pruning, do the watering afterwards, maintain your plant so the plant will be healthy. Clean out old dead wood. Clean out rubbing branches that are crossing and uh, making issues. Thin the plant out so it can breathe better. A lot of times at job sites, we'll see that 3 o'clock in the afternoon, the tree is still soaking wet from the morning irrigation because it is so thick. So remember, pruning is a judgment call. When you prune, there is an intent Remember, there is an outcome or expectations from your pruning. Pruning sometimes is a judgment call. can be visual. Pruning for a judgment call could be for curb appeal. How does it look from the road? Is a shrub so overgrown that is maybe covering the window? 
Is there privacy or security issues with that shrub in front of the window or the door? Sometimes maintaining plant health, a good pruning, will increase the vigor of the plant, of the flowering, and of the fruiting. When a tree is devoted to fruiting, it cannot devote itself to both. So ridding itself of unwanted foliage, sucker, and water sprouts will encourage a better fruiting season for your plants. So if you do have questions or comments, we do have a team at Waddell's that can help you through the pruning. We do want to finish up our pruning season soon. Evergreens should be completed very soon. We want those to callus or harden off before wintertime. The next pruning time would be late winter. Grapes, tomatoes, go ahead and clean out your water sprouts or your leaves. Remember, again, if you get your fruit exposed, they will harvest quicker. The grapes will all mature at one time. A lot of times the large foliage is covering the harvest and the sunlight cannot get to the plant. And it can also dry out quicker in the mornings if the foliage is not covering the fruit. Tomatoes the same way can harbor disease, get out your water sprouts, get out your sucker growth, and so that sunshine can get in and make that tomato turn red. Hey, Mary. Good morning, Mr. Waddell. I have two quick questions. Please. Uh, The first one is my pepper plants are prematurely dropping the peppers. Yep. And... Secondly, my zucchini and summer squash blossoms on them, um, but I'm not getting the fruit. Okay, so pepper and tomato right now, there's something called blossom set. And when you have that much moisture, then you have that much heat. The flower can't set its fruit before it falls off in the heat. So you get 90 plus degree days, the flower comes on, plenty of moisture, you're doing everything right, but it can't set its flower or set its fruit, excuse me, Mary, before it falls. So blossom set is just a little spray that you can actually do tomatoes and peppers or probably second or third crop, just like zucchini and squash. First set of flowers sometimes are immature. Now, have you seen many sets, Mary, come on uh, of that zucchini? Um, or are you just getting the first set of flowers? Because sometimes, like, I've I've seen, too, where you've gotten good squash in the first set, and they just kind of fall away. But probably in another couple of weeks, they should set um I've got a couple plants where I've gotten a few zucchinis off it, but um, the majority of them have got the blossoms, but they're they're not getting any, you know, fruit. And then on the peppers, the peppers are coming on. The pepper plants themselves are very short. Um, in fact, if I stack two peppers on top of each other, they'd be the size of the plant. Oh, my. Okay. And, but they're, some of the new peppers that are coming on are starting to drop. And I did put the straw around the plants mm-hmm. um, for moisture to keep the, the, you know, the dirt from splashing up. But I'm still getting some yellow leaves. I'm picking those off. So, Mary, I might think that um, lifting one of those peppers might give you a little idea. Um, If it's only that small of a pepper, it has not grasped. I don't think that height of plant is going to be able to produce a good pepper in order for it to hold on to. If you're saying you're only stacking two peppers and it's under one foot tall, you got to get some vigor into that plant. So, can 
can we get it encouraged? We still got a couple good months here. Can we get a little food on that plant? And maybe we could get a little compost underneath it. You could probably lift one of those, Mary, and not hurt it. I'm not saying yank it out, but take a pretty good scoop out and lift it up. Is that being, um, is there something being eaten around the base of that? If you're getting, um, uh, you could do a fertilone broad spectrum which is good for tomato and good for pepper, a lot of times it's the heat and the moisture. So you'll get a little fungus that a lot of times that pepper will fall away and maybe have a, a contorted look or a, a lesion on it sometimes that uh, makes it fall away from that point. Is the zucchini at a point where it's consistent watering, sometimes drying out and then getting moisture in it? Um, infrequent watering sometimes will have that effect also on flour. Right. And we are watering every couple days um, in the area that the zucchini are in are kind of in a clay soil. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And uh, but I am trying to water every you know two three days to keep it you know so it doesn't totally dry out. So the fertilone broad spectrum it is a spray, but it is something that um, is safe up to a couple days of harvest easy for us to put on and I'm sure if you're having pepper problems with dropping of leaves uh, chances are that plant has gone into stress whether it is too moist maybe lifting some of that straw away do I have uh, some crown rot or stem rot from uh, moisture around the plant lifted up Mary maybe on one of them um, you could always do a little uh, root and bloom which is great for late summer feeding it's a nine 598, I think, is the formula. It's very high for your middle number, so it encourages a lot of flower this time of year and not much top growth. Well, I appreciate that. Okay, there's a couple good ideas for your remedies. All righty, thank you. Yeah, good luck in the garden. Thanks, mm-hmm. Mary. Waddell's Nursery, Florist, and Garden Center's huge summer sidewalk sale is going on now, but hurry in because prices are good while supplies last. Come browse through the store, greenhouses, and nursery and find incredible deals on fertilizers, shrubs, perennials, trees, and home and garden decor. Save $5 on each bag of Milorganite, now just $9.99. Check out the $1 table with huge discounts on pots, baskets, and various decor items. Want to grow your own fruit? Apple, pear, and peach trees are 40% off. Japanese maple trees are 25% off. Need a soaker hose? Save 50% right now. Hybrid lilies are on sale for only $4.99. Do you need supplies for your water garden? Pond items and pond plants are 60, 70, 80, even 90% off. But don't wait. The summer sidewalk sale is going on now through Wednesday only at Waddell's Nursery Florist and Garden Center, located on Texas Drive at the corner of Mill and 12th Street. Sometimes pruning is for transplant shock. When you're moving a plant, remember, if you're cutting the roots, you'll need to cut the top. So sometimes when transplanting, even down to the perennials, if you're cutting that hosta out, remember, or the grass out, or the black-eyed Susan, cut some of the top back at the same time. Your roots will perform better if the top has cut back. Peat moss, composted cow manure, Mycorrhiza, beneficial for stimulating root growth in that transplanting. Remember, every cut initiates a response. Every cut has a consequence. So remember, as you're pruning, 
Think of what you're leaving on the plant, on the tree, on the shrub as you're pruning it back. If in question, with pruning questions, stop in again at Waddell's and we can walk you through the steps. Hey, Ray, how are you? I'm fine. How are you? Good, good. How can I be of help? Well, I've got a couple of rhubarb plants that are getting really large, and I've heard that when they get large like that, you should you should separate the roots and replant them. You is, got is it. That, when should I do that? Spring or fall? Or yep, nope, fall is good. Actually, in the next uh, in the next month. Now, is that foliage ray? Has that kind of starting to wither back and brown on the edges? Yes. Good. Is the main stem? Did you let it flower, or did you cut the flower stalk off? I've tried to cut the flowers off. Good, good man. Okay, so you're already ahead because sometimes the flower, um, there's so much energy that goes in that huge stalk sometimes. So if you've got good foliage, it is kind of, uh, you're not going to hurt it, but put that spade right down the middle, Ray, and dig that thing up, and it splits way better than like an um, a ornamental grass. Go ahead and cut it, and it does very similar to iris. They like good drainage. They like compost. They just don't like it around their stem also. Cow manure is what we don't suggest on rhubarb. So when you're setting it back in, peat um, good for good drainage, sand, you can take usually one or two eyes, Ray, or two or three eyes if you want good crop for next year. And you might find that maybe that center stalk has five or six or six or seven eyes. Um, I have some rhubarb from... The last homeowner that, you know, is quite large, and we split it up a couple of years ago, and it seems to be doing real well. Mm-hmm. I'm Fol- not sure what you mean by eyes. What do those look like? Okay. They are just the the buds that are coming out of the ground where those flower um, or the leaves originate. So once you dig it up, you'll see where those roots are attached to the, the base of the ground, and you'll see where those uh, origination leaves come from, and that's where you want to keep some of those group together mm-hmm. um, make the the cutting not so small that you won't have a crop next year leave two or three nice good roots in the in one clump as you're resetting them in the ground mm-hmm. okay? okay they don't like competition so maybe now's the time to dissect them too get out the crabgrass quack grass and all the bluegrass or anything that's growing around them and when they're set back down in little bone meal little sand little compost would do it world of good Okay. All right. I'll try that. Okay. Thanks a lot. You bet. Thank you. The big summer sidewalk sale extended for another week at Waddell's Nursery Florist and Garden Center. Select apple, pear, and peach trees are all 40% off. Native nut trees are 50% off. Save on English walnut, chestnut, and black walnut trees. Wouldn't a Japanese maple add a beautiful focal point to your landscape? Now's your chance to get one at 25% off. How about a spring-blooming snow fountain cherry tree? Right now, you can save 40% on Snow Fountain Cherries and get them for just $89. There are many evergreen choices on sale, too. Get great deals on Woodward Globe Arborvitae, Gold Lace Juniper, and King's Gold Cypress. To complete your landscape project, check out Waddell's Rock Quarry. Blue River Swan Ledge Rock or Canadian Signature Stone is on sale for $0.07 per pound, saving you $0.18 a pound. Get super savings on overstocks, one-of-a-kinds, and scratch-and-dent garden needs, decor, and plants at the Summer Sidewalk Sale going on now through next Wednesday while supplies last at Waddell's. We rejoin our pre-recorded version of Over the Garden Fence with Andy Waddell on this Saturday morning on WKZO. Remember a little side note on the pruning we have been talking about. 
Years ago, I would always drive by a hydrangea hedge, always driving by and watching this gentleman pruning, watering, feeding, and taking care of that hedge. One day, he actually came into the store and said, why I am taking care of this hedge so nicely, watering it, feeding it, but why can't I get any flowers in this hedge? Little did he know that he was pruning the hedge the wrong time of the year, pruning off all of next year's flowers. So again, if you have questions on pruning techniques, maybe tricks of the trade that we can help you with, stop in. Sometimes there's a little science to pruning, to maintaining plant health, to create a plant to fit your size, to create good vigor, to make a plant flower, to make it fruit better. Those are all things that maybe Waddell's could help you with. A couple weeks ago, we had a caller ask why her perennial coneflower or echinacea were not all blooming the same color. She had originally bought straight purple coneflower. There are several diseases that can reduce vigor or destroy coneflowers, including stem rot, aster yellows, crown rot, botrytis, and leaf spot. It's been my experience that most diseases that affect coneflower can be prevented by overwatering. After researching several sources for information about coneflower and different flower color differences, I found very little help. In our garden, color seems to be more tied to the age of the flower and the plant's exposure to sunlight. Not all buds open at the same time. Younger buds start out darker as the flower becomes older, the petals become lighter. Regardless of flower color, the purple coneflower will maintain in many of our summer gardens with long-lasting, little-maintenance flowers and very dependable, returning bloom year after year. So our main solution is too much watering, overwatering will really take care and kill coneflower. Remember, get that rain gauge out if you question too much watering in your garden. Waddell's Big Summer Sidewalk Sale has been expanded and extended for another week while supplies last. Browse the clearance sections in Waddell's Floral Department on the sales floor, the nursery, and the perennial department. There are lots of items at huge summer savings. Some hybrid lilies would look beautiful. Get them on sale for only $4.99. Another pretty summer bloomer is black truffle lobelia. This perennial plant has bright red blooms with deep burgundy foliage and is on sale for $4.99. You save $4 each. Another perennial beauty that's on sale is blazing sunset geum. Geum blooms from spring into the summer and is a great flower for cut bouquets that's easy to grow. Geum is also $4.99. Succulents are a plant that looks great outside right now and grow well indoors later. Join the fun today through next Wednesday at Waddell's Summer Sidewalk Sale while supplies last. Waddell's Nursery Florist and Garden Center on Texas Drive at the corner of Millam and 12th Street. Hey, Doug. Uh, good morning. How are you? Good. Hey, I have a question about a tree that I purchased from your store about oh, five or six years ago. Okay. It's a Cardinal Royal Mountain Ash. Mm-hmm. And I planted it way out in the back uh, five acres here, so I don't keep close track of it. I went out here this week, 
and that tree is almost defoliated. Yes, sir. Um, is that prone to insect or disease, one or the other? Well, um, yes and no. Uh, mountain ash used to used to be one we would sell hundreds of a year. And, Doug, it is still a nice tree. The Cardinal Royal is an improved variety of the mountain ash. They can be small leaf. It can be fairly susceptible to leaf spot, black spot, powdery mildew, just like roses. Um, okay. It is a this season, and you, you're probably not going to lose the tree because of this, but this season you had a lot of moisture. Then you had some cool. Then you had a lot of moisture again, and then you had cool. Well, we didn't have any time for that plant, Doug, to dry out, so a lot of those leaves held moisture during the day, and they get a leaf spot and drop. The key okay. thing is maybe next year, if you can, or even late this summer, put one or two fungicide controls on it if it's five years old it's still within spraying the concept is if doug you can keep a little foliage on during the summer you will probably have more growth out of the plant when there's no leaves the plant goes dormant and they just try to set their buds for next year so um, when we have a dry season and it's not near the moisture that we had this year which has been great for growing but a lot of uh, disease has been on uh, mountain ash will get that. Um, second, mountain ash can sometimes be drawn. Um, Japanese beetles can be drawn to that. Now, beetles come and go right now, Doug. Um, a few years ago, we didn't have them. This year seems to be a, a little bigger crop. I was just talking today about this is the year of the bug. So not necessarily drawing your neighbors, but you could apply some seven to that, and that would rid the Japanese beetles on that. You could do a topical spray. Just a couple ideas, and then maybe this fall, Doug, feed it. Get the um, uh, grass away. Maybe put a mulch line of four or five or six feet so the, the plant doesn't have as much competition, and put a four-pound bag of Espoma tree tone on it in October to encourage better growth for next year. Okay. So those are my ideas. I like mountain ash from a distance. You can see that, and it's grown up north a lot, up in the UP a lot. You'll see that fruit from a half mile away. It gets bright orange, doesn't it? And the, yes, it the, does. The birds are, are um, and the, the flowers are actually uh, pleasing, and um, the birds love the fruit. So there's a lot of pluses to that mountain ash. There's just a couple, couple minor um, things that you have to work on with that. And where are we at right now in regards to uh, Japanese beetle population? I shook that tree, and I didn't get a single beetle that flew off the tree. But, of course, all the dead leaves cascaded down like snowfall. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I, I would hope I could say that beetles are on their way out, but I probably not. I am seeing... Um, our farm did a rating a couple years ago, and this past two years, we didn't even put any traps out at our farm where we grow in Galesburg, Doug, and we didn't trap any. That's a great sign. This past year, we're starting to see them getting into the rose buds and the flowers themselves, so we started putting some, some traps out because of that. So they go in cycles a little bit. Um, I wish I could say we were at the end of them, but they, they tend to be five or seven years ago. We all had them terrible, and then it got less and less, and uh, they tend to go through and move throughout the state. So I'd say you're at the lesser end that we had a few years ago, um, probably more than last year, though, just because of the moisture. You get a dry season, you don't get near as much moisture. They don't harvest as, as well uh, or grow as well coming out of the lawn. Okay. Okay. All right. Thanks for your help. Good luck on your mountain ash. Okay. Thank you. 
Where do you go to get professional plant advice and the best quality plants? Waddell's Nursery Florist and Garden Center. Waddell's has Michigan certified nursery specialists, lawn pros, and master gardeners on staff to help you choose the right plants or to help diagnose what may be wrong with your existing plants. Stop in to see for yourself. You'll find the best selection of trees, shrubs, perennials, evergreens, products, and tools. You'll also find the plant doctor. The plant doctor can help you with a bothersome weed, an irritating insect, or a sick plant. Do you have a concern about your lawn, tree, perennial, or shrub? Do you have molds in your lawn? Are weeds taking over a garden area? Bring in a sample of the plant and some soil from around it to get an accurate assessment and a prescription for control and prevention techniques. You can even bring in a sample of your soil to get a free pH test. Waddell's Plant Doctor is always in and ready to help. Waddell's Nursery Florist and Garden Center on Texas Drive at the corner of Millam and 12th Street. Thanks for listening to this edition to Over the Garden Fence. Tune in each Saturday after 9 a.m. for Over the Garden Fence. Brought to you by Waddell's Nursery Floral and Garden Center at the corner of 12th Street and Millam Road.